0: You know things, I know some too, sit right down the them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the plain Show. There you are. Good evening, Diana. Oh,
1: good evening. Good evening,
0: listeners. Oh, oh.
1: Good evening. Good evening to especially subscribers.
0: No, to everyone.
1: To everyone, but all little extra. A little extra for the Patreon subscribers.
0: Uh, so, uh. <laughs> what is so exciting about recording in the evening?
1: It's so exciting because we can have a special adult beverage. We can. When recording in the evening. <laughs>
0: we cannot have them in the morning, but we can in the
1: evening. No, it's against the law to have them in the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, woo, uh, woo uh, yeah, uh, we, one uh, point that's better about the evening recordings is we're allowed to have an adult beverage, but this is also special because it is our first of our homework episodes that we are releasing early to our patreon subscribers so if you're hearing this and you're not a patreon subscriber you could have heard this a month ago a month ago (laughs) uh but if you're a patreon subscriber you're you're hearing it now (laughs) congratulations i guess you could be
0: a patreon subscriber who doesn't get around to listening to it
1: yeah but that's your choice that is your choice that's your personal choice. Um, so, Diana, what adult beverage are you having? I'm having a Paloma, which is what we are uh, currently. So, we went through several phases, I would say, of quarantine beverages. Quarantinis. Um, Quarantinis. Yeah, I think that in the beginning, when we thought that this was temporary, it was White Claws. We we're like, <laughs> Haha, this is fun. We're it's White Claws, <laughs> but let's not drink uh, too many carbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that was when that's when we thought that this was gonna end in in maybe a couple months. Um, and then uh, the dark times, I think I think were whiskey. It was just, just glasses of whiskey Oof. on ice <laughs> uh, and and uh, we went through a very brief martini phase, but it turns out that that sodium will really get to you. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it can be a lot. Uh, but now it is a Paloma phase, um, which is good. That's it's a tequila with uh, a little bit of grapefruit juice and some seltzer, which are a lot of things that I like in one glass.
0: That sounds refreshing and too bitter.
1: It's you know it's surprisingly not very bitter. Hmm. Although for Marty, I also put jalapenos in them. <laughs> Uh, wow, I'm so great. glad
0: that's staying in.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I I, have it without that. So it might even be a little bit stronger
0: for him. Interesting. I um, Earlier today, you were having a different quarantine though.
1: I was. That was... So basically, like a good little consumer, I do whatever the TikTokers tell me to do at any given point in time. And... Um, for this was also something I learned like earlier in quarantine. I know that everybody went through the Dalgona coffee phase. Everybody did what they were told and they made the whipped coffee. Oh, I've seen did you that. you make a whipped coffee? No,
0: but I've seen it. And I'm. Yeah. That's about as cool as I get.
1: Yeah. So the whipped coffees were fine and all. I, I made them a couple times like the the actual whipped coffees without any alcohol in them. Uh, but then I found a recipe for a Dalgona coffee martini, mm. which is uh, vodka, simple syrup, and Kahlua. And then you top it with Dalgona coffee, oh. which is whipped coffee. It's like, it's like, it's basically instant coffee, hot water and sugar whipped together so much that it becomes like a, a whipped cream. Mm. And, uh, Do that and then you by top. hand? I do, which takes forever and yeah. makes me feel like I've gone to the gym. Sure. Which I have not. None of us have. <laughs> so I just need that to be clear. Um, but yeah.
0: I love espresso martinis. That's what I thought you What's were the having. Difference? I mean, it's, uh, m- to my knowledge, it's like Kahlua vodka and like cold brew, basically.
1: Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah yeah so it doesn't the have coffee, anything whippy yeah this the the whipped coffee gives you so much caffeine mm-hmm. that it's too much caffeine oh is and i keep making them every once in a while thinking that it will be less uh, caffeinated right <laughs> than it is but it is always so much i mean i like Marty and I had so much punchy energy at each I other bet. for like an hour after that drink. Caffeine plus alcohol uh, is
0: a punchy combo. Yeah, yeah, it's like
1: it was very, it was very punchy. Uh, which, by the way, punchy does not mean mad or aggressive. It just no. means...
0: no, it's yeah. like what we are right ha- now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> nice. I so um the burlesque troupe i mostly performed with was sober performing which is very untraditional uh in burlesque but it was i don't know it it was really important as a part of our like hard push for consent messaging that we were performing and stripping able to give full consent um however every other stage i've been on that is definitely not the case and Performers can get sloppy, but, um, sure, <laughs> there's nothing yeah. like a, a really drunk person who can't figure out a zipper. Um, it's, imba- I, it can be I embarrassing. Ya, <laughs> I, I,
1: I have met, I, I've, I've, I've danced with maybe three sober strippers <laughs> in my time. Oh, wow, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you know, and so that's definitely not the norm either, um, yeah. I imagine it's likely the same but it does there there's like there's there's a very there's a very sensitive w- window of sweet spot yes of like feeling loose and excited yeah. about what you're doing and and that's where unable to make costume changes <laughs> yeah
0: and I to me the espresso martini is the perfect. <laughs> pre-show drink to to like be able to stay up because I'm not a night person to be able to stay up have the energy to perform in an excited animated way be a little bit like more loosey goosey uh so yeah if you are doing burlesque use that drink ticket that you got for an espresso martini it is perfect
1: that's awesome I I I did not know about any fancy drinks at my time uh doing this because I was you know uh, I was a, a poorer Diana for a poor for a simpler time, um, and I, but mine was Cafe Patron, which is a cursed beverage. I don't know what that exist. is. It is coffee flavored Patron. Just straight. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a liqueur version of tequila that is coffee flavored, and the face you're making is appropriate.
0: I mean, it sounds perfect though.
1: It's but it's perfect because there's a thing like the guys don't want to buy you like a cocktail because they they start to learn that we fake our cocktails.
0: Oh yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. Like oh, I'll take a I'll take a fancy drink, and that's code for pour me some you know some seltzer and grapefruit juice in a cup. Yeah. Uh, But Cafe Patron became my version of that. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't drink it for fun.
0: I will one day.
1: <laughs> I will. So, Diana, what are we doing? We're we're apparently <laughs> recording a podcast, but more importantly, we're reminiscing about our our Risqué performance lives. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so long ago. I know. A whole covid ago. For me. Oh my god. Do you know I haven't said this to anyone yet, oh. but I think about it like maybe once a week now Mm. is how mad I am that Cardi B in all her infinite wisdom and grace dropped the song oh yeah wet ass pussy during a time where almost all strip clubs are closed closed yeah I can I can literally feel like the fights over the stage time to that song. Like I can feel I can feel them in my heart like how intense like the energy would be <laughs> over that song.
0: I think it'll it'll it, it'll be there.
1: I hope yeah. so. I I oh
0: god. But yes.
1: Uh, but yeah, what we're actually doing is recording a podcast.
0: Oh yeah, shoot. What we're doing <laughs> yeah. is recording a podcast called Fem Splained. Um, but it's not just any episode of Femmesplained.
1: No, this is a homework episode of Femmesplained.
0: It's true. It's our most gatekeepy episode.
1: Yes, because we are literally keeping it from you.
0: Oh, yes, that's for not long what long. I meant, but we are going to be keeping it from people for a month. But <laughs> mostly it's that there's like requisite listening required, right? So this is our revisiting the previous yes. three or four episodes to sort of touch base on the topics
1: yes exactly and so let's recap first what our topics are so we had we had the lovely olivia and philomena on to discuss eye hunt yes so we have our eye hunt homework uh and then avalon femsplained stardew valley we have that yes I, what did I talk about?
0: You know what you talked about, you (laughs) weirdo.
1: (laughs) I, yes, I did. I talked about Lonely Girl 15. Yes. Oh my God, I just got so excited. Okay, and then we both talked about our favorite Disney movies. Yes. So those are the episodes that we are revisiting now in our homework episode of Femmesplained.
0: Indeed. So I like to go chronologically. Okay, that's fine. So let's start with IHunt. Hunt.
1: Perfect. So I Hunt, first episode of the year, by the way, I felt like that was really special. It was really great that uh, Olivia and Philomena decided to come here and talk about their like incredible role-playing game with us. Yeah,
0: um, and several other incredible things that they are doing and have worked on.
1: Yeah, and also the fact that they are both super dorks like us that I don't know it just made me feel good that absolutely
0: we I felt like we connected well <laughs> and when I think about the way that the um rule book is written that does not seem surprising like I feel like it's just and I say this in the episode yeah. it's just chocked full of inside jokes that feel like they're for me personally
1: a hundred percent um but so we actually we talked a lot during that episode about our one shot game that we had for a for a charity event Mm -hmm. and how it was remarkable like so we were talking about how much we enjoyed it how much we had fun doing this one shot how attached to our characters we got even after like one um shot at it and also like the character creation process etc anyway like kind of long story short is that we decided that we're going to make that not just a one-shot. I'm so
0: excited. Um, Pablo, who was the game runner for the one-shot, reached out to me to gauge interest in more after, I believe, after he heard that episode. Uh, yeah. And so, yay! Um, we're going to do what, a mini-run in the month of March.
1: Yeah. On Sundays, I think, right? Yep. Sundays in March, yeah.
0: uh, if all goes according to plan. Uh we're all going to revisit the world that he created for us because it was very it was very clear that there was so much that we weren't able to touch upon within yeah. a one shot. And I think that that's why it was kind of like unsatisfied. Not not that the game was unsatisfying, but I think that's why it still felt like there was a lot of potential there. So, yeah, I'm so excited.
1: And like, it's funny, too, because I remember that I because I brought this up during our podcast with Olivia and Filamina, which was that like. I always feel like, especially when you're playing a one-shot in a game that you don't normally get to play, is that you're never getting, like, all the aspects of the game that have been in the book. You're only going to p- play, like, like the bones of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think this gives us maybe a little bit more uh, of time to, like, experience some of the things, like uh, the, the that those Polaroid moments that Philomena was talking about and yes. stuff like that, that we get to... Uh, uh play with I I think that that's really cool so I'm very excited about that uh yeah me
0: too uh my I guess other takeaways from that episode is one I just want to say that after recording that I think Philomena and I in in some way became Twitter mutuals I had been following just Olivia previously, I think. Um, and Philomena has just been like very validating and encouraging at weirdly emo I moments.
1: Yeah. And I just like really
0: appreciate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like my homework is friendship. <laughs> yeah. Philomena. I, 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 I will say that too. She, she's a very encouraging person yeah. online and like a very like like it's just obvious that she's supportive of of the people that she likes and it's just it's very nice and i don't know i hope she listens to this and i hope she knows that it's noticed yeah that you are a supportive person yes
0: so i will say that what i, <laughs> I wanted that, to do but... on this podcast is to surprise you by saying thanks to Philomena's support i have finished the one shot or the game thing that i've been writing and it's it's gonna publish but then i didn't finish it so That's why I've been so stressed about when this homework episode is because I wanted to finish it so badly and I didn't. But I'm outing myself on the podcast that I have something almost finished. So maybe that's like kind of going to kick me in the ass.
1: Oh, my God. My heart. I know. That would have been so good. Oh, my God. But you are going to finish it and it is going to be great. I can't wait. I've seen like the preliminary and it is it's going to be good.
0: Okay. I, I, I really I'm really, you know. (laughs)
1: i'm really (laughs) mad i didn't get it finished it's fine hey you're going to it doesn't matter
0: i went down another weird rabbit hole this week
1: do you want to tell me what? oh like
0: like (laughs) making logos and stuff like i got super
1: Uh, oh yeah which is another oh god we can talk about that later but like you're i mean you're awesome at it and i think that's something that you should plug later Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. What's next? Let's go to Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Oh, that's me. That's my homework. Yeah. Um, so my homework was to uh, play Stardew Valley. And so two things happened. If you remember from the podcast, as we were listening to it, I got so excited. And I, I had remembered that I had downloaded the game already to my Steam account um, like years ago. And played one hour of it, exactly 56 minutes, and was like, fuck it, I can't figure out how to get a fishing pole. I quit. <laughs> um, and I think that it was interesting because when I opened up this game again, I guess just like I've I've played more games since then. Um, I had basically when I downloaded this game, I had played maybe four games in my <laughs> life. And... Um, video games and when I when I reopened it back up it was like kind of like I didn't understand why I had gotten stuck on that it was you know like I I, it seemed like a better experience already uh I wound up getting it on switch so that I could play with Avalon though (laughs) and so I opened up a co-op farm and uh I played uh, in this co-op farm, for pff, God knows how many nights, like you know, maybe maybe almost a full month. Actually, it, it was a full month. A full, yeah, it was a full season, right? Yeah. So I played for a full season, and I'm struggling like to to make any money. I'm like really trying so hard uh to make money, but I'm still liking it. I'm still enjoying it. Having a great time. I like the girl at the bar who drinks beer and is obsessed with beer. I like her a lot, um, and I like going dungeon crawling. That's like maybe my favorite. Anyway, the the time I finally get Avalon to come is because I hit a crisis. I I thought because the sign says that if when you buy plants seeds from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It says plant before season is over. Mm. It does not say harvest before season is over. It says plant before. So it's like, okay, great. It's it's still fall or whatever spring. it is. Spring. 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 <laughs> so I so I went and planted. I spent I was like, fuck it. I'm not making any money. I'm like, I'm making like change. So I went and I planted all of my money in fruits and vegetables, every last penny. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the next morning I woke up and it was all ash. Yeah. (laughs) And I panicked. I was like, I'm a month into this game, a season into this game, and I have nothing. So I called in Avalon for an emergency. And let me tell you, she showed up. (laughs) <laughs> and and it was like having like one of those like HGTV contractors come into your home, like, to, to like, <laughs> to like 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 no, this is this is wrong, this is wrong, and like you need to get one of these. Uh, but like <laughs> she like had me get a silo, she helped me get chickens. She like just went to work. I'm serious, like like it was an incredible. You turned my farm around in like two two hours. (laughs) And then you just went to bed. You were like, all right, this is good. Goodbye. Get a silo. (laughs) Like, left.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I will say on my end, what I walked into really stressed me out. And I was really trying not to be a jerk about it. And. And I held back. I really held back a lot of my advice because I was like, I don't want to make it not fun. You know, like you're playing it your way. You're figuring it out on your own. But when you showed up to the fucking festival where you're supposed to put the best thing you've got in the soup and you had a berry that you had picked up off the ground as what you put in that soup. It wasn't even a gold star berry.
1: What does that mean? What's a gold star Well, berry? I'm
0: sure you notice that sometimes you pick things and they have a gold star on them in your inventory. Yeah.
1: Well, it just means but they're a really just... good version of that. Oh. That wasn't clear to me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. And then, so I played the whole summer with you over the course of two sessions. Mm. Yeah. And at all times, you had like three grand... And, like, two crops growing. And I could not figure out why you were not buying more seeds to make more money. There's no point in holding on to money in this game. There's nothing to buy.
1: I, I, well, okay. So I was thinking at that point, like, I was, because you told me I needed to upgrade my weapons. Oh, true. So I went to the weapon guy and he was like, that's going to be five grand or whatever. And I was like, "Oh god. Okay, well I got to uh, do this." Like and I I I got very I got very stressed about how like little the turnaround was. Like mm. like you know um and but but when I restarted the game on PC for the stream it's I guess one so like you kind of like several things happened. Like one, I realized there that basically making money in the beginning is like all you can do, mm-hmm. like so just like make like cut everything down, plant as much as you can and then sell as much as you can. And that's pretty much it. And then two, like, I, I guess like doing more of the mining stuff for more money has been really helpful mm-hmm. and i started doing that from the beginning instead of like a, waiting a little later uh and also you taught me about the the stuff on the beach the little wiggly worms yeah yeah uh so basically like with all that it, starting from that it got a little bit more manageable from the beginning and basically like but with my current game by the end of spring i was where the farm was at at the end of summer in oh good our current one like with chickens and a silo and like all that yeah stuff. so um it, it 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 made it more a little bit more fun a little bit more manageable um I am I am now I guess I don't know if just like the algorithm on things knows inherently what I'm up to uh, but I'm seeing a lot more memes about stardew Valley oh no. Uh, and I I saw a TikTok the other day that was pretty good. It was like about uh when it's uh like, I, what what time do you pass out? Oh, I think two, two a.m. Yeah, and it was like when it's when it's one fifty, and you have to make it from the mines to the to your bed, and like it was just like a speed running, <laughs> uh character. Uh, and I really related to that because I, I don't know why, but I always come out of the mine at like 150. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. That's very stressful.
1: Yeah, I've gotten robbed several times. Yeah, what the fuck? Wait, who, but who is robbing people in Stardew Valley? There's like 11 people I think who it's live the there. doctor.
0: The doctor think- who finds you and is like, oh, when I found you, your
1: wallet was missing. Well, he so he robs you in the form of oh, I had to take you in and like I, I had to charge you hundred and fifty dollars for, for your medical visit. But you don't think he's doing then both? It's like, I don't know. Maybe he is, mm. but like the fact that there's like maybe it is. Maybe it's just his grift.
0: That's what I think. Um. So the real question on everyone's minds, I almost said lips, minds and lips. Who, who do you want to
1: bang? Look, I'm not going to be, first of all, I have to say that nobody wants to bang me, which is a very. Oh,
0: you went through the whole dance thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I went through that and also nobody seems to like anything that I give them. And I know that what I'm giving them is just years of corn and wildflowers and stuff. But still I would I would like it if people were a little bit nicer to me. Um
0: <laughs> I told you to give them but
1: eggs. I did. I gave them eggs. Do you want to know what happened when I gave them eggs? <laughs> Cuz I I have I did that on stream. That's recorded. Nobody liked the eggs. That's Evelyn. not true. Everybody, Everybody loves mad. my eggs. No, they oh. were they were like, OK, fine, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> well, then you should give man mayonnaise.
1: All right. I haven't learned how to make complicated things yet, but but also uh, I I expect to be judged by this. I know that there are a lot of cute people here in this game. Oh, no. But like. I like the the woman who likes beer, the alcoholic. I didn't know that she's supposed to be an alcoholic. She just says she likes beer.
0: Yeah, I think that one of the potential love interests is her abused daughter. What? (laughs) Like emotionally, yeah. The school teacher, Penny. Yeah. She's never in the bar because her mom's an alcoholic.
1: It's very possible that I haven't met Penny yet. (gasps) She's... Got like coppery
0: red hair and a ponytail and like a yellowy kind of shirt.
1: Oh, I like her. Yeah, I like okay, her. Okay, I like her, yeah. I also like I also like the carpenter. The carpenter? But she's married. Oh, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you can
0: you could be interested in one of her
1: kids. Well that sounds Terrible. I don't. Well, no, I. <laughs> I so I'll that. agree
0: with you. I didn't realize that her two kids were potential love interests because to me, they read as like preteens and Robin reads as like a marriageable adult. Um, yeah. But her daughter is the one who likes to look through a telescope. She's like kind of the nerdy oh. one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wow! I definitely am reading everyone's ages wrong. I
0: also have trouble with that.
1: Because I also thought that the school, I, I guess she's a school teacher. She can't be. But I did not realize that she was the daughter of that person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading everybody wrong. I, I mean, again, it's like a, it's like a one pixel uh avatar and stuff but still i'm clearly not paying him enough attention all right well who do you but dislike I, I don't know that guy you know that guy is an asshole what's his name pierre
0: wait the guy who owns the shop
1: right. no i'm wrong You're, Not pierre. i think it's like no, sean or shane Sh- Sh- shane yeah right yeah yeah that guy i
0: mentioned that in our episode that you shouldn't sleep on yeah. shane
1: such a dick. I know.
0: I think he likes eggs though.
1: You say that! You keep saying that! Keep giving people eggs.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Like an
1: idiot. And they keep yelling at me
0: that they don't like eggs. So, do you think you'll continue to play? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna play tomorrow on stream.
0: Oh, well let it down.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Well, make sure you uh, give Shane an egg from me. I will. I will. <laughs> I, I will I, I will give Shane an egg from you. Thank you. Uh you're very welcome. Um so yeah, the 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 point being that I I really am surprised at how quickly I dismissed the game. It's still I would say it's still hard for me to get to stay invested I need to take breaks I think from it because without a like congruent like overarching story yeah. to keep me hooked I do need to take breaks from maintenance games like with like uh, um, with like Spiritfarer because mm. it, one it's small it's smaller there's, there's a finite amount of things you can do and uh and the story keeps driving the gameplay. Um, is easier for me to stay hooked. Uh, but I think with with like Minecraft, yeah, with Stardew Valley, also um, Animal Crossing. No, y- yes, yes, Animal Crossing, but that's not what I was thinking of. Terraria. So, oh, I don't Jesus know.
0: Christ. I don't even know what the fuck right. that is.
1: So Terraria. <laughs> Terraria is Minecraft, but a side scroller. And I, I never, I had never played Minecraft before uh, when this game came out. So I, I got really hooked on it. Uh, but I always need to take breaks from, from games like that when there's no, like, story that's, that's, like, continuously drawing me in. That's just my, um, What I will say about Stardew and what
0: helps me kind of stick with it is once your farm is somewhat self-sustaining and money is no longer an issue, like you're two, you have a lot more free time to then start like exploring
1: everybody in town's backstories. That is very good information. Yeah. I needed to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Especially
0: like once people start liking you. And you, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't become Neither I would any. not say it becomes a plot, but it becomes appealing in a new
1: way. That's enough for me. Uncovering people's like stories is absolutely a valid way to get to draw me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome.
0: So. Oh, yeah. So I like it. So I feel like in the Stardew episode, I really played up like, oh, my gosh, FMK is going to be so big once you actually know who the characters are um but i don't actually remember anybody's names
1: i don't remember anybody's names but i will say this also and that is that i i feel like there's so i have not really broken down anybody's barriers that much yeah
0: it's hard in the beginning like
1: that i yeah it, i still haven't really gotten that far um but what i will say is that I I kind of like I like the the guy at the library.
0: What is wrong with you? He's not even a real know. character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't understand why that's real. I got mad at the game when it told me that after I met him, I checked that progress on the like uh, like you got to know people and it did not go up. And I was
0: mad, yeah, he's never mad. at the parties. He's not a real character. I don't know why. Well, I like him. the blacksmith
1: is I'm not saying at the party, yeah, the blacksmith I also like i f- I, I could see great. you liking the blacksmith, yeah, I like him too. I like uh I like Robin the carpenter, mm-hmm. and I like um I think Mary Robin. I know Mary Robin, is- yeah. Is, That's definitely the right move, for sure. Um, Even though you can't, but still, I know I can't, and that makes me mad. Um, I think, uh, fuck, who is the bartender who's manic pixie dream girl with the blue, the blue hair? hair? Yeah, I don't know her name, but
0: I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, well, she's not nice to me, but oh. still, <laughs> I think that in, <laughs> Fair. in this in the in this hypothetical fantasy. Should be the the fork. Got it. Uh and then kill I know you keep saying don't sleep on him, but he's a jerk. He is a jerk. I don't think you should F or M him, but I do
0: think that he is worth the backstory exploration.
1: Alright, well, in at this moment in time he's getting a knife. Okay. Damn. So that's Stardew Valley. I cannot wait a second longer. I need to know what you did for your homework for Lonely Girl 15. Please tell me.
0: Diana, I don't even know what to say. I watched a full 60 minutes. of. Listen, you did not tell me. There are hundreds of episodes. Hundreds. Yeah. It's like there's. Like, what the (laughs) fuck is wrong with you? Why were you watching these? There's... ah, Chapter one is 204 episodes in the YouTube playlist. And there's like four chapters. You found a playlist? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I watched it. And by the end of an hour, they were just starting to introduce that this girl was sick. Yes. Which means like genuinely why was anyone watching it
1: so that's the whole point is that (laughs) all all right so so all of youtube you like all of youtube at this point was just that it was just video diaries it was just basically your tumblr account but on youtube your 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 live journal but on youtube you just talking about your life like and being a little silly, maybe maybe a little editing, maybe like a little fun thing here and there, but crappy. If you notice, like they're all also in the pre like YouTube um, like like standard ratio.
0: Oh, I didn't notice.
1: They're all in that square YouTube ratio. <laughs> like they don't have the uh, the the current aspects, um, which I think is. It's funny, so but we also boring. It. Yeah, it is. It is. But it looks but,
0: like it won't be eventually, but damn. There's never been like
1: a longer bad season one to get through. But that's the whole point. The whole, so the whole point of it is that it, you aren't watching a show. You're just, you're just you know fans of this girl and her and her vlog her like private vlog where she just talks about her life
0: i think that and it's impossible for me to say this without bias because i knew what it was going into it but
1: i think it seems like
0: she's acting i think she seems fake not like this fake teen but like to me it it seems like she's acting badly
1: you know, so I rewatched it too. I rewatched. We didn't rewatch the entire uh, first portion. We, I, I did because Marty was there. I, I, did like a skip around where I kind of like... that probably would have been better for me. <laughs> but, uh, but, well, I, I knew where to skip around to. Right. Like that's the, that's like you know. Um, but like, I feel like she. I, I, I don't feel like she did necessarily bad at, um like, at the acting of it. In fact, I I feel like the cringiness of it was very, like, was what made it natural. Like, she kind of made it, like, people were very heartbroken. There were people who got hooked on the show because they found out it was fake. but There were also people who were heartbroken because they thought that they had made a friend online. Mm-hmm and then found out that it was fake for a show and felt actually like betrayed and like like lied to because of it. Yeah. Um and that's that's the part of this that I think is like why this is definitely like a moment in time and not a thing that should be a model for any it's like kind of and yeah. and an, an excellent experiment in time but like should not be repeated. Um You know, and when we were watching it, I felt like she seemed like super awkward, like a teenage girl would be. Mm. But I feel like she does not look like a teenage girl now that I am looking at it. I would agree. So like, so like, I feel like she does give me that teenage girl being awkward vibe, Mm. but it doesn't match Now, in my grown-up eyes, what I'm looking at where I'm like, that's a grown woman. Yeah. Like.
0: I won't say the same for Daniel, though. I bought Daniel as a teen big time. Yeah. Including, like, him being, like, a little problematic in his. In the episodes where, like, he has the camera and he's, like, saying how obnoxious she is. He's kind of an asshole and looks like a real teenager, yeah, he's kind of like a, a,
1: yeah, I, I, I completely I, I think totally Daniel agree. stole
0: the show for me. Yeah. <laughs> I totally bought Daniel. I didn't like him at all, but I 100% bought him as a teen.
1: Yeah, I did too. You didn't uh, wind up seeing uh, any of the, the episodes of the other characters, did no. you? No.
0: I really wanted yeah. to get there.
1: I... You you kind of can skip around if you would like to. Yeah. Um, I would actually recommend getting to like see one episode with Jonas Mm. to see when they hire the handsome man Mm -hmm. to be like a step in. I I just think it's an interesting shift in like that marks that they've definitely tried to make this into like a show. Interesting, yeah. And like and like yeah. Um, yeah, she's a yeah.
0: little too polished, I think. A little too good looking.
1: She's she's very yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's she's very good looking. She she does feel very awkward to me. I think that she does act very well as like a an awkward teen. Um, I actually like their Proving Science Wrong series. I, I thought that that was cute. It's very like, um, it's very s- uh, uh, significant to the era of YouTube mm. where like you would have those little like recurring things on your blog. Um, so I liked that.
0: Yeah, uh, that yeah. was, I think that definitely felt very scripted to me those parts because I just it like lent itself to me not buying her as so perfect so smart so authentically nerdy and to me her awkwardness wasn't like an actual teenager being awkward it was like a perfectly pretty traditional popular person going home and being like ah but I'm so awkward when I whisper. Like, I was just like, no, you're not.
1: (laughs) You're not awkward. So, so she, so I rewatched recently and I, I kinda, I I, I brushed past it when it first came out, but I rewatched, I told you that in 2016 they had done, like, um, a video that was, like, hinting that they might bring the show back. Mm -hmm. And she, like, made something on the account that was like hinting that it might come back and nothing after that when I was looking for that I found a interview with her the actress where she talked about it and she did not seem like she was happy with it at all Hmm. she like she when she was talking about it on this in this interview she was kind of like And I'll send this to you afterwards. She was like, she was kind of like totally like offended on behalf of the fans Hmm. that like found out that she wasn't real and that like they felt betrayed. Mm. That she thought that this was going to be like a real acting gig and like that it, it turned out to be this project and she didn't like, didn't love how it turned out and that like and that like she didn't blame anybody for being upset like she kind of said that in, un- like, in simple terms that it was yeah you know and that she was happy that her character died so that she could do other things and I like I I, I, I kind of understood that Yeah, I thought that it was um I thought that that made me feel a little bit of uh, a kinship with her. I
0: could see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It leads you to wonder what it was like working for the guy who created it. I could see that being a lot, especially if it wasn't laid out fairly transparently in the beginning.
1: Yeah. It, it, yeah. (laughs) It makes me, makes me Hmm. very suspicious of that. Um Especially because, like, if you're lying to the audience, and now, like, maybe you're not upfront with the people you're auditioning to be on the job. Yeah, like, maybe you're, maybe you're just lying all over the place. Right. Fascinating. Yeah. So that that actually kind of my my uh, my homework on this was deep diving back into it and finding out stuff I didn't know. Hmm. <laughs> so well, I do like that, that lens.
0: Cool. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: well yeah i really tried i pride myself in surprise completionism and it is it is like not feasible
1: no no you will not be able to finish it i would love that makes me mad just i would love to send you can i send you like a couple of key like episodes yeah if you want to
0: curate like which episodes i'll watch quite a bit of it i just can't watch all of it
1: because of the sheer volume it's way too much, and like so much, so so much of it is predicated on the fact that they need to make people feel attached to them, to her, yeah, in a vlog way. So so many of them have to just be her talking to a camera, being like, "My day was this," like like like. So many of them are just that.
0: I will say that the vibe I got Again. is more so that she was into Daniel, not that Daniel That's was friend zoned.
1: Interesting. I still.
0: Yeah. Because she's always like, pick, 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 like, Daniel, Daniel, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Like, the first hour is just her trying to get Daniel to pay attention
1: to her. (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right. Are we, are we gonna talk about Disney?
0: I guess so. I didn't, you know, when we have a mutual episode, it's, there's not usually a lot of homework.
1: I know, but I, all right, so I did my homework for the mutual episode. Oh, wait, can yeah. I pause
0: and go back and say something about Stardew Valley? I forgot. Yes. Francis reminded me when he was listening to it, he and I started playing because you told us about it. Wait,
1: really? Yeah.
0: We had never heard of it. And you told us about it. This is Isn't that so weird? weird? Yeah. Sorry, I should have said that earlier, but it's so Weird.
1: That is really truly weird. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about it, and then I played it and didn't like yeah. it. And then, and
0: then I forgot okay. that that's what where it came from.
1: Wow, I'm so glad our lives are this incestuous. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I, I really, I really love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right, Disney. So Disney. All right, so look, I I didn't do much for this. <laughs> But what I did do, so so for listeners, just to refresh, Avalon first chose Beauty and the Beast <laughs> and was very wrong, and then switched to Little Mermaid and was more right. <laughs> but I I chose Lion King, <laughs> and I still think I still think I I edge out just just by a hair. But I do think that it's a much tighter contest between those two movies oh I just remembered why we're talking about this (laughs) I I don't know why we're talking about this I'm talking about this because at the end of that episode um Avalon had brought up that the Lion King live action was a thing and I had not seen it I had avoided it because I had seen several other of the live action movies that Disney has done and we all know that they're only doing this so that they can extend their copyrights uh, so that they do not have any competition in telling the stories that were already written by other people in the first place. Um, but I did, I did decide to watch the live, I, I keep calling it live action, we keep calling it that, but it is not. The, the, the. The new animation um, that is meant to look like uh, live action of The Lion King. I feel like the voice acting in it, with the exception of that on the street guy, who I just, I wish, I, I just, I can't. I, it was awful. It was genuinely awful. But everybody else was wonderful. I think there was so much work done on vo- the voice acting <laughs> end of the spectrum. And I think that the animation was clearly beautiful. But something about mixing those two together felt not correct to me. Everything, I think the animation was gorgeous. It looked like I was watching a wildlife documentary. And then the voice acting was if I closed my eyes, him hysterical and at times very meaningful, but I feel like they did not mesh. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like when I watched it, I it 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 felt like I was in and I think that and I said this smarty, I think that like the this made me feel like the uncanny valley yeah. extends into animals. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like they were like they were in the uncanny valley. Like they looked like almost like real tigers. Lions. Because Lion King. Lions. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. But because because they looked so real, mm-hmm. they could not be as expressive in their faces. Yeah. And so they were telling jokes, but with no eyebrows raising no like smiles in their faces yeah and so it made me very aware that they looked like real lions yeah at the time like that that's just like my 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 unintelligible uh non-animator way of expressing what felt off about it because everybody's individual performances felt awesome Mm -hmm. like I thought that the singing was great I thought that like so much of the acting was great like but something kept making me feel uncomfortable yeah and I thought I think it was that I think it was like that weird uncanny valley feeling that I was getting
0: I think for me that undermined not only the comedy but also some of the dramatic scenes so like the death of Mufasa First of all, they they cut they cut away more so than in the cartoon. So he says yeah. like dad, whatever, but there's not like the constant like dad, dad, like which is yeah. which is hard about the cartoon. So it to me felt a lot a lot more palatable in the quote unquote live action uh, because it was shorter, uh, but also I think that the the expressiveness made it a little bit less like heart-wrenching like the cartoon had been.
1: Exactly. Yeah, there was not as much of that there. Um, I also think so one thing we were talking about is that we were very excited that um, Beyonce was adult Nala, but I felt like if you have Beyonce as adult Nala, uh, you give her more singing. Oh, <laughs> like uh, and because they, they did. Not...
0: They they like gave her a whole song that they wasn't did. there before. They,
1: they did, and I and I totally appreciate that. But what we laughed about while we were watching it was that uh, Donald Glover, who is we we both love. And we were like, "Oh, I'm so glad he gets to uh, sing in this a little bit." And then we heard him doing this duet with Beyonce, and we're like, Ooh. "Is he is he Beyonce good? Is yeah, he gonna, yeah. Is he gonna match?"
0: I'm sure he was also <laughs> thinking that.
1: <laughs> like, we're like, "Oh God," we felt like a secondhand stress, mm-hmm. like for That's him. That's how I behalf- felt
0: about Wonder Woman. Yes, Kristen Wig.
1: Kristen Wig, perform.
0: Getting as hot like as Gal Gadot. Being as yeah. hot as.
1: <laughs> like we're like, all right, Kristen, you're slowly gonna become hotter, and you're gonna be as hot as uh, uh <laughs> you're gonna be as hot as Gal Gadot. I'm gonna what? I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Do you have magicians? <laughs> are you going to? Just, yeah. You, yeah, I yeah. So we were listening to it, we we're like, oh God. I I think I think he did a great job. My end result is that I think he did great. But I was I was as we were listening to it, I was like, "Oh my god, is he going to Yeah, like, what's going to happen here?" I will say that the stampede scene. Mm-hmm. Perfect. There's I think pretty much it's a it's it's a platter that scene. It they kept pretty much yeah. I think that scene was great. It
0: bothers me that they pulled the punch.
1: On on the death on the death, yes, I think I I'm not talking about the death. Okay, I'm talking about oh the, the actual stampede stampeding. scene, the okay. actual stampede scene, which so that's the one that from my childhood is like the scene that I I, I all right. So we were, we, I, we talked a lot about the music in this movie. One we talked about how mad we were that the uh, the musicians are not credited at the end of it. Huh. It's uh it's basically just the orchestra and like a couple of leads and they don't credit anybody else oh weird uh, yeah but also um but but a lot of the music is so important in this movie in a way that i didn't realize before um because i just paying more attention to it um that this movie like is one of the only Disney movies I can think of where, aside from musical songs where the characters are singing, the soundtrack is very orchestral Mm -hmm. and very integral to the emotions of what's going on in the scene. And I vividly remember that Stampede song Mm -hmm. being something that, like, impacted me with no lyrics whatsoever and that's like just something that stood out to me i feel
0: that way in Um, lion king about the scene where adult simba looks like sees his dad in the sky like i can fully hear the score of that
1: yes yeah yeah what you mentioned with be prepared could not have been understated the fact that they made it not a song yeah and the fact that it First of all, the person singing it, it, I can't imagine that he's not capable yeah. of that. I I don't I mean maybe 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 that's the case, but I but 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 uh, I don't he's great mm-hmm. and the, the it was just a sad it was a, I think it was a weird it choice. Was, it was weird maybe because they they wanted to make it more realistic maybe seeming um and yes an army of marching hyenas would probably look silly but they
0: could cut away during that part to like anything yeah. else
1: but it just became like a talk
0: yeah and then it was moment. it was over it was fast so short. yeah it was so short no it was so short
1: yeah i was very um I was very upset about that. Yeah. I, I I thought that that was too too much, too little. I guess is 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 the truth. Um, and I also thought I think that the chemistry between also the hyenas was bad. <laughs> Which I, I like, just don't. I genuinely
0: I, don't remember them.
1: So so in the original Disney film, like the hyenas were fucking hilarious. Yeah. They were so snappy, and they were so together.
0: It's because it was Whoopi and Goldberg. Yeah. It was...
1: But, like, but, like, but the three of them had, like, a, yeah. you know, a, a whole, a whole thing. A whole little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will say that I did like they made. There is one thing that I did take away that was positive, and that I I think they did better uh, and that is an early scene. I think they really did a phenomenal job of driving home this one very Shakespearean backstory moment between Scar and Mufasa in the very beginning of the movie. So there's this scene where Scar and Mufasa are talking after Simba's, after Simba's birth. And S- Mufasa is, is confronting him that he wasn't there. And in this, it seems like they're just having a bro-off where they're just kind of, like, sassing each other. And they never say any details, but you perfectly understand that in the past, Scar wanted to be with Sarabi. Sarabi. Sarabi, which is Simba's mom. Mm -hmm. And that... Him and Mufasa had a physical fight over it that caused his scar and that made him an outcast. And you perfectly digest this information without them ever saying a single detail of it. Mm. And I, I know that that scene does exist in the cartoon, but this movie, I do feel, made that feel a little more Shakespearean, a little more like like punchy yeah. it felt like it was a little more uh dark and i think that the the very real dark parts of it kind of came through a little bit more because again it being drawn the way that it was lent towards that a little bit more yeah but i think it did it did lack a little bit on the on the funnier light-hearted musical side of it did not come through as well
0: you know who i think uh was not very good in their role even though they should have been was john oliver
1: oh i loved him no i can't agree i just felt like it was john oliver i
0: didn't feel like it was zazu
1: i loved that i actually thought that i thought that was great i thought it was john he did a lot of improvising which i thought was great because i thought you know I, i i i had a it felt weird that everything was like exactly the same, yeah. But just felt wrong. Yeah. Like that's I how I liked, felt with him in particular. But I liked that he improvised a lot of lines, mm-hmm. or at least maybe not improvised, but a lot of them were different. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of stuff was was noticeably new. All
0: right. Well, I'm glad you liked the live action Lion King.
1: <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I liked I liked Zazu, and I liked that scene between uh, 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 Mufasa and Scar in the beginning. And um and I liked I liked that Nala finally got a song.
0: Even though it was just like a montage of vocalizing.
1: I didn't care. Mm. At least she got some vocals. Like Nala <laughs> Nala deserved that. Um you know, that that's pretty much it. But then the rest of it made me very upset. All right. What, did, what do you think?
0: Well, it. I don't think it was good.
1: No. I, overall, I don't think so. But
0: either. I also think that a lot of the things that you appreciated about it, I did not. Yeah. But I'm glad that you did.
1: That's all right. I, you know, I, I, I have to find something that I like, you know. You don't.
0: You don't have to. Thanks.
1: Well, I, I am genuinely happy that
0: you did. <laughs> but I did not. <laughs>
1: well good did you any do any disney related homework i don't think you i didn't
0: have any i uh just had to live with the shame of having failed (laughs) at what apparently should have been an easy and decisive victory yeah because you got in my head
1: I did. I got in your head. Well, also that you I, you got to change your answer
0: mid-episode. Mid no one has called me out on, and I totally deserve. No one I, has some, called
1: you out on that. They were just.
0: Yeah, I really deserve that. People yeah. are being too nice to me. Even if I had one, I cheated. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. Everybody is like, wow, Avalon should have won that. No one we, has we said a Little word
0: about the first 20 minutes of the
1: episode. No, Avalon changed her mind. We we buy it. She It's very
0: generous. Achieving. Everyone has been very
1: generous. It's amazing. Oh my god. Well, uh oh my god. I think I think this is probably the most effort we've ever put into homework. No. 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 Oh no, you once went to a gaming store. That's, that's I went to more. 3 gaming stores. Yeah, that's more. Uh, but still it, it it does feel like we both did a we lot. We did
0: of we did a lot. We took it seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do feel like Yeah. That. Um, all right. So I'm going to my one thing I'm going to send to you and you don't actually have to do it. Is I'm going to send you a recommended list of like the plot episodes of Lonely Girl 15 i'll do it you don't have to watch i will but i will give them to you
0: all right well i will so
1: all right great uh what are you doing after this i have to pee so bad and then after that (laughs) i haven't thought that far i guess i'm gonna eat my dinner
0: from an hour and a half
1: ago good uh i'm gonna be here all right that's it all right i like this there's not a good answer when it's not When it's morning.
0: nighttime, yeah. I mean, I'll go to sleep, yeah.
1: probably. Yeah. All right. Well, well, good job. Thank you. A special thank you to our patrons, because uh, you have helped us uh, and are helping us keep the lights on. So I'm glad that we get to share this episode with you early mm-hmm. and all of the little things that we're doing. Um uh, I just really appreciate you, and um, if you are listening to the podcast later, and you want to come and hang with us on Discord, that would be cool. Avalon, where else can we find your stuff? Me,
0: my stuff. Yeah,
1: you personally, your stuff.
0: Uh, Twitter and Twitch, a underscore cat attack.
1: Yes. Uh, Avalon and Francis do divorce night on when? When? When is that? Oh, it's not, we're not
0: sure yet. It's either going to be Thursdays or Fridays, probably every other.
1: So sometimes they stream like co- couch co-ops that are really fun because they like get punchy we at each other. We do get punchy at each other. Uh, So I would recommend going and uh, following a underscore cat attack on Twitch for that. Thank you. Um. You're welcome. Also, Avalon has a book club that's going on in a Discord channel. If you follow her on Twitch, Twitter uh-huh. at A underscore Cat Attack, you can find the link to her Discord, uh, which uh, will get you in. And they're uh, about to start a new book. So if you're interested in that, you should get in on it. Thank
0: you for doing my promos. It like felt really sweet to have someone else do it.
1: Good. I just genuinely really want everybody to do your book club because it sounds like a good idea. Thank you. Uh, you. Me. No. Me. <laughs> I'm on Super Dylan all the time. You've got a uh, million Dylan big everywhere. things happening. I have a million big things happening. It's too much. <laughs> um, anyway, if you don't turn into tune into City of Mists, I will personally fist fight you. Yes. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. It's going to be in March, though. Uh, we also have a fundraiser oh, coming fuck, up yeah. in February on February 13th. February 13th.
0: This is a big deal because this is actually something FemSplained is doing.
1: It is. It's a FemSplained event. It's FemSplained versus three other couples. Mm-hmm. Platonic creator couple. Yes, and we have to, to see win. Who knows each other? Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. We do. Also, because it's for it's for Trevor Project. It's for a good cause. But if you come and you donate an amount of money that I don't remember, you can buy us like little cheat hints An
1: advantage. Yeah,
0: an advantage yeah. over the other teams. So, like, yeah,
1: don't give them to anybody. No, else. only give them to us. So you have to be there <laughs>
0: to help us cheat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, please, we need you. Yes, and then if you're or if you're listening to this we...
0: on regular podcast, it happened already.
1: So so please help us, uh, and also just show up. It, your help showing up helps the fundraiser. Yes, because uh, it helps us get more views and helps people come and show up. And also it's gonna be fun. It's just, I think it's gonna be funny. Yeah, because I think be if we laugh. start doing badly, which I actually
0: think we're gonna do really badly. I think we're going to get mad at each other and it's going to be funny.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I will. If you don't guess the things that I guess, I'm going
0: to. I know. I'm going to be so mad.
1: mad. (laughs) I think. All right. So please show up for that. Uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, Also, uh, City of Mist is coming up. Um,. Super Dylan, follow me and you'll <laughs> you you'll, you'll see the stuff that I do. Yeah. That's it. Just do it. Um just do it. Uh and that's it. Okay. Uh please have a good night, Avalon. Go to bed or eat your dinner or both. Yeah, I'm gonna Whatever. do that. Good. Great. Aww. Uh oh. <laughs> thank you for listening to Fem's Splane. Goodbye. Bye.